Welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Hey everyone, so excited today to welcome Philadelphia, well, new hope artist, uh, Stephen DeJoseph. Now, if I'm pronouncing his last name wrong, you can come after me. It's okay. Uh, but he mm-hmm. is, uh, he just signed with Deco Entertainment, which is cool. We've had artists from Deco Entertainment on the show and they obviously know good talent. His new album is out now. It's, uh, songs, dreams, circumstance, four songs, yeah. dreams, circumstance. And I think this is, an amazing album that you need to hear. So I encourage you to go to his website, Stephen to Joseph. That's dijoseph.com. Did I say it right, Stephen? Welcome. You nailed it right on the head, Lisa. Thank you. Oh, and you know, I'm interviewing you while I have a fever. So, you know, <laughs> it feels know. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know awesome. what? Maybe it is midlife. Maybe I'm just having hot <laughs> flashes and I don't know. Well, it makes for a hot interview. <laughs> uh, yeah, right on. Yeah. This is cool. It yeah. could be good, but. No, I, I think this is so listening to your music and Nancy and I'm like, dude, I, I think, you know, we've heard about you before and, and, um, this album to me is just special. It's a very, um, I, I encourage people to, you can stream it, you can buy it, but I encourage you to be in a place where you can really listen. Um, to me, it's, it's headsets because we travel full time and everything. And if I could put on an album, like a vinyl, I'd love it. But mm, it is a <laughs> very um, touching album. Does that make sense? It's yeah. touching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, I appreciate that assessment because, you know, all, those those songs represent probably 30 years of my life. Um, when I, I, I decided, I decided when I got with Deco to, to bring these songs forward, um, to, to make a new collection of these various songs. Some were released, some were not. Um, I just felt that these songs deserved the light of day, if you will, <laughs> you know, mm. in a bigger way. And, and, and Deco has given me that opportunity with the Warner Music ADA distribution. And, you know, so it, I'm like, I got to, you know, this has to happen. So what with Warner Music, does that help you on the, because I know that you do film too, right? So yeah, does, well, I would say video. Yeah. 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 Does that help you on that side as well? Like, does, will your music go further? a field in in regards to soundtracks and things like that do you think yeah that well that would be uh I, I every artist likes there. that yeah I, I certainly feel it has that i mean lots of people have heard it and said yeah soundtrack i can hear you know so uh for one thing there's a show in a small way right now it's a show in philadelphia on whyy called you ought you ought to know and um they're going to be using uh, is the tracks minus the vocals because they use instrumental music, but a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, licensing can take place with taking the songs and pulling the vocal for the purpose of the, the film. 
project, mm. you know. So um, uh, any aspect, any way you want to spin my music is okay with me. Well, I love your music. I, Thank I you. was listening to it and I'm like, dude, this is cool. And then, and then I was like, oh crap, I got to get there to the interview on time, you know, because <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Nancy and I have been listening to it and, and we watched, I told you about this before we recorded watching you play run around, uh, yes, on your YouTube channel and, uh, roundabout. I mean, right? uh, roundabout. Sorry. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's a run around too. <laughs> run around roundabout. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, I, I could tell you just a real brief story. I heard how, you know, I like looking into the uh, behind the scenes of a song, of course. And and John Anderson was talking about how they wrote Roundabout. <laughs> and they literally were traveling. And they would go, you know, and they would be start saying, we'll be the roundabout. And they're going around roundabouts. <laughs> I'm going, oh, my God, really? You know, it's like, and then in around the lake and the mountains come out of the sky and they're driving along and they're looking at all this stuff where they're on tour. So it, it was funny to hear the way the That's song. That's my style. That's my style. But <laughs> it's it's, style. What, as a, you're playing piano, right? And that's, it is, it is a runabout. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Runabout. runabout. I got, yeah. I've, now I'm like totally messed up, but it's all good. <laughs> it's good. I'm not unfamiliar with yes, people. I'm just a yeah. little sick, but, yeah, to, but yeah. to you, for you to take that on, mm. I was like, Nancy, I was like, Nancy, you got to hear this. I'm bringing her in. <laughs> Like you got to check this out and watch this, you know, because he's playing this and it's so you got the prolific points and everything, but it's beautiful. And then I said, now look at what the original was, mm. you know, which he mm-hmm. knows. And so we mm-hmm. we did this comparison today. Sorry, oh, that's made very me cool. sick. I'm sorry, everybody. I got the flu recording this, but we both we looked at and we we're like, you know, it was this beautiful piece that what you've done is the stripped down but real joints of the yet soft and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. has that drive that song has drive as you know drive. i mean yes, it's a it, dri- does. it does it does yeah. and i'm like we're like holy you know whatever and um so it to me was amazing what you did and what blew me away honestly about mm-hmm. your playing of that piece is that you had bass that I mean tell me yeah. about that part because the bass uh, to me in that song is so important tell so me about important. that piece right you get what I mean like the bass 100%. oh Chris Squire what a monster I mean I grew up with listening to him from eight you know I guess age 15 on you know and um you know between so my favorite uh, rhythm section was Bill Bruford well it, yes Bill Bruford and Chris Squire and just, you know, when you have a great bass player and a drummer, it's really hard to go wrong, <laughs> you know? So these guys, they just, I mean, Chris was such a brilliant uh, orchestrator and of, of bass lines that um, I, you know, I was like the way I wanted to honor that. So I was like, I'm going to learn the entire piece because I'm going to be playing it for yes, aficionados. And I want to be sure that I have an mm-hmm. arrangement that holds water. And so, uh, what I ended up doing was sort of using a bit of a stride piano. I said, this is going to be on the piano. I'm not duplicating the song. I'm, I'm making mm-hmm. a piano arrangement. So at being a classical jazz pop pianist, I spent time working out the left hand. And so I, this rolling sort of uh, stride style fit as an interpretation. I felt, you know, that, and I, I've had two people who know Anderson and have worked with him 
really appreciate it. So I was like, okay, I guess I hit the mark, you know. Because is that what helps with the bass? To because well, I, yeah, I feel like if you don't, because yeah. you can have piano music which you can go all twinkly, you know. Uh-huh, sure, and if sure. you don't do the bass correctly, there's like you and that run. So that's what the stride is, is that run like, and like the bass so stride together? stride piano was, you know, um <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna say Fats Waller, uh, James P. Johnson back in the twenties, thirties. 40s uh these Fats guys waller is one of the best oh my god these guys you know Dude. they were just <laughs> just you know they, they they used to have um 48 hour piano marathons where all the pianists would gather i think in harlem i believe uh and they would gather yeah. and mm-hmm. you know one guy's left hand is going while the other guy's right hand and then they switch and that guy would take over and then they just keep that piano got worked for 48 hours straight but you know? they had dynamics and They're that dynamics. is the key the dynamics yes. you can do all the fast runs it's like technical guitar <laughs> right? right here's your technical guitarist let me go for it and let me show you all my i got the technical stuff i got this <laughs> but if you don't have the dynamic i think something's happening with me with this fever thing but if you don't have if you don't have dynamics you ain't got nothing that's right dynamics are crucial and you do i mean that's what nancy and i were like wow because at this point someone's singing and you're taking also the vocal part yes in doing the piano and that was the other part i'm like dude no way so anyway right in the middle where he's singing softly where uh just the flutes are going. Wakeman mm-hmm. is playing, and he's singing around the lake, and he's real soft. So I just switched the hand so that the right hand could do the the, the arpe- wow. arpeggiation, and the left hand would take the melody. And that's you know those are classical approaches, the, the basis of classical. So you know, and I, I anyway, that's that's just that's, I mean, but that's yeah. I talk about this about progressive rock, like when mm, I was yeah. listening to this because the stuff that I've written to as a musician ah. and writer, and uh-huh. I've never gotten there with it because there's all this stuff in my head. And I looked at Nancy today, literally right before this interview, and I said, "That's what I was supposed to do with my music was do prog rock," and I didn't understand. Interesting. Not too late. No, it's never too late. Never, yeah. Um, prog rock. I didn't understand that part of it. Like, uh-huh. I didn't get what prog rock until Billy, <laughs> you know, mm, <laughs> said to, you know, yeah. great music, musicians and, and yeah. everyone, I'm always going like, but you guys are always about positive, good stuff for the earth and humanity. I always thought that too. So there's a progressive political party, which that's not what I'm talking about today, but mm-hmm. I do believe that the two hold hands in yeah. music and in the sign of the times of humanity that mm-hmm. um, prog rock has always kind of gone, Hey, we can always do this elevation and we can implement multiple genres of music. I think this is, but yes. you know what? I like being sick now. <laughs> I'm feverish awesome. and on the top of the world. You can <laughs> finally have yeah. multiple genres um, put together just like humanity should. Mm, beautiful. beautiful. And time of now. Because prog of, rock yeah. is about fusion, isn't it? It's it is. interesting. Very now, much is. Yeah, fusion music. Uh, fusion covers a lot of styles. I mean, it's interesting. We think of jazz fusion, but, you know, it's two words, jazz and fusion. Or, you know, so the fusion of styles has been a thing developing and mm-hmm. for a long time. And I, 
and I'm all about it. I have, that's consequently why I have what I call a multiple genre disorder. You know, I, 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 I would get on stage and people like, what's he, what's he, who, what's he doing? Yeah. Like I'm singing or I'm playing guitar, playing the piano, right. got these long pieces of these songs. And I was like, well, let's tie this together and explain. I got this disorder <laughs> and I got to go in all these directions, but I promise I'll fill you in, you know? I, but but that's the big blend concept. Yeah. Everybody wants blend. us to be there. We go. That's why I'm business. here. <laughs> you, know, you do a business interview the next day, and musician people follow us, and they're like, "Oh, what the? F-? You know, you have yeah. a business interview the next day." Yeah, because musicians also need to know business, and so do you. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know, stop it. You know, we have different ways for you. By the way, for listeners, there's different ways you can follow playlists and shows and everything. So um, we're yeah. getting there on that, but. um I want to say this about your music. You have a sensibility and strength in your sound. To me, I, I love people to listen and, and enjoy the music without anything from me saying whatever, because it yeah. sucks when someone tells you what they hear and listen, but I, I there's a strength. Um, Thank you. Song, Thanks. Dreams, Circumstance. I love the title of that. Yeah, because it, it's it, real. That's real life to me. <laughs> yeah, that, well, it fit, you know, Lisa, because uh, I was reflecting on these songs and all this stuff, how they came, uh, and the time between, uh, you know, the, the first song till now, <laughs> and so it, it, it reflected half of my life. You know, I was like songs, dreams, circumstance. That seems to be really where it is for me. You know, the, these songs come out of these these dreams whether they're daydreams or you know sleeping dreams you know and the circumstance instead of plural circumstances it it was kind of circumstance is something we're all in at one all the time and there's a circumstance that exists so for me it was a singular joining of all the circumstances (laughs) basically you get that (laughs) it makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. no 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 it is it is because that's what it is and there's always a little bump and a yes. little spark that's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things that you don't imagine. So let's talk a little bit about some of the songs. Um, I want to talk about To Be Found okay. a little bit because that felt like this. Oh, it, it It is strong, but weak at the, not, the song is not weak. But mm-hmm, it's a, it goes from like strength to weakness at the same time in the sound. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, so in other words, it's a gentleness to it. But it's still like a reality wake up call. Like you can't. It was. Not wish- yeah. yeah. Tell, there there was something. That. I mean, the, what see, was- I'm not supposed to talk about the song. See. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I could just tell you the essence of, you know, the, the that was one of my more, <laughs> one of my more literal songs in that I literally was walking in the city as the lights came on and, you know, I crossed the street to see this, uh, this man painting in the, he was in the doorway and he was clearly homeless or living roughly on the street or something, you know, and there he was painting. And I was like, I I was like, it was amazing. And I I wanted to give him something, you know, an appreciation. And he was like, no, I do this for God. And that's like, it, it just really, you know, at that time, it really just hit me in a big way. And I was just like, it just felt like something should come about musically from that experience. So it did. 
And and the idea was, of course, that he was representing like the choruses, uh, see me, you may see me as a boy in trouble, a man in distress, a nation in darkness, uh, a people oppressed. And no matter yeah. what we see, we still share common ground. And that was really, to me, the big spiritual message of the song. Well, the song, your, your album is, um, I don't want to say stripped down, but it's really raw and real, mm. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you, you can connect immediately. Um, so I know we talked about prog rock, but I could see the album going that way in, in, yes. in a different way, right? Yes, this is yes. like, does that make sense? Like it's almost like an acoustic version of, Progress, yeah, like that's kind of what I ended up, uh, uh, you know, stylistic uh, genre wise. We were like, I was like progressive, Whoa. progressive folk, uh, you know, uh, alternative pop, you know. Uh, but it's, um, you get to core of, of life, and when you can just sit and listen, that's why I say for me, um, you know, Nancy and I were listening, but I was like, nah, I gotta put the headset on for this. This is good. Nice. That makes because me very it happy. Really, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's so connective. And I think, you know, it feels good in the times, you know, we're in a new year, right? Yeah. Yay. Hooray. And yet at the <laughs> same time, we're all, but it feels, the new year feels good, even though it's really crappy out there. I mean, there's some bad oh, stuff going on in the world. Yeah really bad stuff and we've got climate change and we've got all these things right but you yeah. you have to have reprieve and music does that and sometimes the simplicity of it all just feels good it's just yeah. like oh because yeah. as soon as i listen to your album i'm like all right leave me alone <laughs> you know i always tell people nancy knows that you know just leave me alone i'm listening now Reflective. and that's that yeah yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I think this album is very much one for listening. I think it's personal. Yes, you can share it with friends and everything. You can have it as background music if you want. But um <laughs> I feel it's very personal. Was it for you? I mean, you said it's like over 30 years. What, to put it together? Yeah, I, well, when I say that, it was on other, like various songs were on other albums. Uh One, one album was not really promoted. It was supported by a collection of fans that put money into it um, and, and it, but it didn't get out as far, near far and wide as, and then the second album uh, was, was called hypnotized that, that got around and I got reviewed, and, but I, I didn't feel, I felt that these songs really need to come forward and be remastered and be released as a, you know, a new collection of stuff and, and from a new angle. And, you know, so when I, when I connected with Deco, as I mentioned, uh, I thought, well, this is the opportunity to do, cause I was in my mind, you know, I think your mind sets up things that are coming in, in some way or other. I don't know how it works, but I, I feel like I, I've been thinking a long time. These are my kids and I want them to have mm. a broader life. And, um, uh, so I'm going to put this collection together. So behold, lo and behold, Deco comes along. And then I, you know, the opportunity to release something that way. I thought, well, this is the time then this is. You know, this is the time. Because, it is but, a very, they're all very personal. Like some of those songs are, if we were to go into each song, like some are, you know, they're, they're sort of painful <laughs> because some were, I was working through difficult stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew people who had been in difficult situations and like gone so far as, you know, very sensitive thing about uh, child abuse. And it's so, uh, 
you know, it's, I don't know that I'm going to write these things. I don't plan them, <laughs> but it, things come out and they, they're expressed and then I follow it, you know? Well, I think when you don't write about things, it's going to bug you as a musician <laughs> or a creative person, you, you know, whether so. you're a writer or a painter or, you know, as, as a creative person, the creative people are, you know, sentient beings in, in my mind of being sensitive to what's going on around and they tell the times. Right. They do. They tell the true history because there's an integrity. When you're talking about an artist who isn't being um, told what to do and a true artist doesn't (laughs) be told what to do, right? So like signing with Deco, this is is a good relationship, uh, you know, as, as far as I know from other artists and stuff that you know, hey, they've accepted what you did already. So there's no like, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't do this or can't do that. And I think we're, right, I think right. we're all learning, yeah. even as music lovers, like the labels that want to do that, screw you. It's not happening. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. The, you know, I hope, learned, anyway. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I think I've, what I've learned, uh, I was never, I've never been, well, Maybe in like early, like 90, 91, I got with a little, a little um, new age music label that was doing kind of, you know, connecting music to uh, self help mm. ideas. And I, you know, so, but I created this album that was, they were like, well, maybe it's a little too musical. <laughs> but well, you know, I, 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 I don't know, oh. you know, <laughs> but it worked for them and they, they did it. But, you know, so it was called a quiet time and it was very, Oh, you weren't quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, it was very orchestral and very, um, you know, I went after that mm. sort of Aaron Copeland, uh, sort mm. of <laughs> kind of thing with it. And, and, but, you know, they liked it and they, it circulated and, you know, later on surfaced. And I like bringing pieces forward if they haven't had enough of a life, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of interesting about that concept of like, then a label can go, okay, we know what we're doing. And yeah. everybody's on the same page. Maybe that is the way, you know, it's just flipping the industry a little bit, you know, and Deco seems from what I've, you know, just on shows here, like they seem really cool. And, and the they people cool. getting yeah. with them are like, they're like, no, this is a good independent source and place. Yeah. And I think that's and important. I, think, I appreciate you know, the, yeah, the vision they have is like, you know, uh, talking with Bruce and Charlie, it, there's, there's a vision there to, you know, bring something, another level of mm-hmm. entertainment and, you know, musical, uh, expression, story, uh, you know, mag, mm-hmm. like they do these really cool, um, I think for Blue Oyster Cult, they did this thing. They brought forward Imaginos was the big, the big album that one of their, their flagship albums. And, and they did a whole, uh, um, uh, Bruce did a whole, uh, I want to call it a comic strip, but it's not, it's like, you know, uh, it's a comic strip type of approach in that it's in a booklet, but it's got the scan codes and mm. you, you're hearing this, you're reading the story and you're looking at the images and you hit this, hit the QR and you get the song, you know, right. so it's just really cool. I, I think we're some- getting, oh, I love that they're adopting into, you know, or not adopting, adapting, but um, yeah, getting in. Oh, we're in such a weird world right now that we <laughs> yeah. do actually want physical stuff. Right. 
as like that's our special piece, whether it's vinyl or uh, you yeah. know a CD. I mean, I keep. Yeah. I mean, we travel full time, and we still. I'm holding on to our car as long as we can. Yeah, because she has a CD. Ah, and and the CD player doesn't (laughs) play, barely plays. Like, I have to talk to it, (laughs) do some weird jigglies. But then, isn't that what we all did as teenagers with, you know, you know, tapes and had to cut them up and tape them (laughs) back together, put them in the freezer, freeze it back (laughs) into place, all of it, right? Yes, and that's what you know. So to me, we're on this permanent road trip, so I'm like, oh, we are. (laughs) No, if she had a tape deck, we would be set. You know. Oh my god, the eight track. (laughs) Well, I don't have that. I'm not that. I'm not there yet. You know, I was in Africa. I I don't think we even had eight tracks at that time. Oh man, but 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 we had tapes. You know, and to me, the tape was. I mean, it was surgical. It was like you, you. I mean, I don't even know how we knew how to edit tape. On Isn't a tape, amazing? but Jeez. we did. We taped it back together, hoping we didn't hit that spot. Uh-huh, when you go uh-huh. on, like you know, digital recording, yes, and we can just snip and cut. I go, we didn't know what the hell we were doing back then, you know. No, right, right. But we yeah. did. I mean, I'm talking about from the listener perspective of taking care of a tape, but uh-huh. not the recording aspect. I get it. I you, still don't know how the hell you guys all did that stuff back then. It's amazing to me. Yeah, I really. I mean, uh, editing film, editing music, uh, these guys with the razors. Yeah, they're incredible. They really, they, 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 you know, they lead, they led us into, you know, what is a digital medium now, you know? I mean, it I all, do like that. I do re- like the film. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I like the old school. <laughs> and I, know, I have to I say, know. they must have really swore. At, I mean, when the door was closed, <laughs> you know that their language was not good. At anybody. Yeah, they, they cut it the wrong way. It's like you can't, you can't. Or undo. having to cut it. You're like, you're yeah. making me cut. Like, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, having a vasectomy. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry, everybody. I'm sick. That's my excuse. And it's true. I want to talk to you about No Chance, the album, no chance. song on your album. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have two versions. So yes. tell us. Oh, I love the song, but tell everybody about it. Well, okay, so no chance. So you you heard, let's see, so you heard the acoustic version, and then you heard the electric version. And the electric version is on the CD only, and I don't have that, so okay. I don't know about that. Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, you will then. I'll, I'll send that along. <laughs> but let's put it. So what happened was um, I had written the acoustic, the version you've heard. I wrote mm-hmm. that and recorded it in my studio. And it's a, I, I called it rough cut because that's what it was. I was like creating that piece and I wanted sort of, um, you know, uh, I guess like a Van Morrison vibe. And I was mm. kind of playing with that idea with the upright bass and piano and the vocals. And, mm. uh, then, you know, just the way the words came together, you know, she lives like a cat with nine lives dancing on the mm. razor's edge of sharp nine. <laughs> so the idea was the guys, I mean, people think it's a guy trying to, meet a woman but it's really a, a person dealing with an unruly cat <laughs> literally mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and you know the way you you know they have their own way they do what they want <laughs> it's a, so it kind of was just i wanted to play with that and make people think you know which is this you know <laughs> so yeah but that is how cats are that is how cats are yes <laughs> you know we know yeah. we, we travel full time and hang out with animals and <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah. 
you know, you it's like if, view. Yeah. If, if normally we do Zoom, you know, these these recordings and Zoom video and, and everyone's uh-huh. seeing like Lisa's still in the same shirt. Yes, <laughs> I do wash my shirts, but I hang out with animals every day and there's yeah. nothing fancy about it. But cats, <laughs> cats have walked across our screen and they will own your computer. They yeah. will tell you when to turn the TV on, when <laughs> they want their food. I, I mean, the demands, uh, they are... Um, it's time. High end, it's they're time. high-end little queens. And yeah, queens. right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, they are, um, but I love them. So yeah. with you, tell me about your musicality, because you're talking about, I mean, we watched, you know, the runaround. Did I do the roundabout, roundabout, yeah. runaround? I'm not going to get yeah. it right now. All those about. Uh, and- yeah, yeah. You did all things, that. Yeah. But that was on piano. Yes. And so, of course, we all know. If you can play the piano, you can go into any instrument pretty much because you're really getting the backbone, right? It's those. I think those, so. That's my those, opinion for sure. Yeah. But how many instruments do you play? Because you were talking about guitar. You were talking about other things. Like, how many instruments do you play? Essentially, piano and guitar. I I, I did get into percussion um, somebody gave me a Doombeck for my birthday years ago. Oh, cool. Uh, and I got into that. But then, of course, playing, you know, it's interesting playing with loops and also being able to trigger percussive sounds. You know, I, I, I actually, the first thing I played was a drum pad. <laughs> and when I was in like, I don't know, fifth grade or something, they gave me a drum pad and I was playing with the drum pad. And, and there was a teacher with a little class of, of kids with drum pads, you know. Like just whacking that away at the little rubber pad with the with the sticks and that you know so I got but but as soon as I heard uh, piano or uh, organ you know as it were uh, three dog night uh, Chicago yeah, yeah. Uh, blood sweat and tears mm. you know, and then when I hit on yes that was just mm. that was it because I wanted classical music and then I got into what is it, wow. the, what is the basis of of prog rock really <laughs> you know when you think about uh, um, it is the bass because you got the bass i think you should yeah, be a bass, bass. player too a bass Do you player, play yeah. the bass guitar uh well i have fiddled with it i i took the regular guitar well i should say seriously in the sense that i i got a really good acoustic guitar and i started to create arrangements on there uh i i felt i kind of followed in the footsteps of someone who's named michael hedges if you know that name or not yes yeah, um, masterful player. He passed away way too young and, uh, but uh, he touched a lot of people with his approach. Um, he wasn't, wasn't the first, I'm sure, because I heard Joan Armitrading, if I could mm-hmm. go back for Yeah. Oh, Joan. Joan nailing, is like, like oh, made, wow. She, you know, just. Yeah. You, yeah. But you know what it is? It is because yeah. it's, it's the anchor. Yes, it is the foundation, anger. right? And yeah. she's like, and I think that's what's so beautiful about this album too. Songs, dreams, circumstance, everybody, the album. Um, that this is a very, um, I, I, like I said, not raw, like it's raw, but it's, you know, it's, it's refined raw. It's, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a good way it, to put it. It is, yeah. It is, you are going to sink in immediately and just put your headset on or just, yeah, you can play it, but. Like get in it, um, nice, because yeah. it's personable and the bass part. I think you understand that, so that's where you understand simplicity by understanding bass 
you understand simplicity, so you mm. know where to put the dynamic of the the flower part. That yes. Sound, is that's that well weird? I no, I get what you're saying. I knew what you meant, so that's what counts. <laughs> you know. Okay. How, how, Thanks how for helping me through this interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is fun. It's, it's you know, it's taking the you know the base, uh, the basic like the chord structure, and then you know, uh, expanding it, f- filling it out with orchestration and whatever, like people think orchestration, well, you mean an orchestra? No, it, it means when you orchestrate something, you just select the instruments you want. And that's what gives, and then that's what gives it particular artists hmm. approach to, so you, you're going to have low end and middle, middle and high end. And, and those are going to be percussive instruments and strings and synthesizers and, you know, all kinds of, stuff ends up in, in songs. But I, I felt that, you know, I, I think because of where, where I come from, you know, my roots, uh, like songs were, you know, I approached them. I'm writing a song, you know, I'm a songwriter and I'm also, uh, an ethereal pianist and keyboardist. So I, mm. you know, those elements I think end up influencing. I think the elements you have in your background end up influencing or hear or in your ear, you know, you, they end up influencing mm-hmm. what you're creating. So that's, Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I love that because I, you know, there's, I want people to understand like you in, you know, for those getting into the industry now of music and and mm-hmm. I do say it's an industry. Sorry, that sucks, but it's true. Yeah. Um, is. you have to remember it's still a business if you're going to yes. get along with it. Right. Um, but going into the inspiration part is you can go to multiple instruments. You can do things. We have more tools now mm-hmm. as songwriters than we ever had. We may yeah. have not the labels being, in, well, I think in a weird way, the labeling is getting better. I think the shift is like what you're doing with Deco Records. I think mm-hmm. we're getting better, honestly, nice. when you look at it all. <laughs> Like refining. It's just about we have to change our mindset of what to do. Yeah, yeah. That's because everybody goes, oh, we want the big label. It's the same thing as writers. Oh, mm-hmm. we want the big publisher. Well, the big publishers, do you really want them? Do you want them to tell you to take out every word <laughs> in your book, you know, and only write what they want because they think that's what's sellable? It's, yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. I, I think mean, we're yeah. in a very trippy world right now, but yeah. you don't stay true to your core. And yes, you can fix things that maybe you could get better at. That's the truth. Everyone can fix things, fall down, fix, fall down, fix, learn mm-hmm. from fall downs. But um, we're in a place where we can fall down and go, oh, holy you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and, and let me do this, but still stay true to your integrity. It's just a really harder road, but it's better in the end, in a way. Well, I yeah. I look around, you know, over these low, these many years, and I said, well, I guess, you know, I chose to try. I was always, I mean, always looking for a different change in my chords or a different something, doing something. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that as far as originality, but I, mm-hmm. I think people, I, I think sometimes being original or approaching something like I want to, I don't want to go to that chord. I want to go to this chord. I want to do this thing a little different. I think it's not. Well, 
No, you can't go like you can't set out saying, I'm going to write an original song. The song comes to you and you start writing it and, you know, right. Is, is that what, am I on well, that track? What I, well, that? I, I guess what I mean is in terms of, uh, going in, like, I always, I would always hear when something sounds like another song I've heard, you know, like, oh, that sounds like this song. Oh, that sounds like that song. And, oh, and God, then sometimes yeah. I would I do that. that and then vary, vary mm-hmm. it in, on purpose, you know, or, you know, some songs like there's a song on there called Flying. I didn't, I didn't, vi- I, I said, this kind of sounds like the Beatles and Elvis Costello to me. And I'm just going to go with it, you know? And I think it's a fun song. I, I like that I did. That, I, but you know? I think people want to have the, you know, it's really hard because we hear things, right? Yeah. yeah that oh stick God. as an earworm uh-huh. or whatever you call it. Yeah, you know, right, it's like, right. ying, 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 ying. <laughs> and there's something in there that just you're inspired by it. Yeah. Oh and my God. inspiration is good. And I think like yeah. Tom Petty, I mean, oh, I think yeah. he was inspired Jeez. by so many and he inspired so many. Yeah. He like carried the torch. He was like one of those people, him and Dave Stewart. Ah, uh, Dave Stewart, the Eurythmics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, were, oh but come on. They, I yeah. mean, they did, they, they, there's certain people <laughs> that they just did that and it's Petty. okay. Yeah. I mean, Annie because Lennox. Holy Annie, cow. oh, you can you can talk about Annie Lennox now. Oh like you want to talk, like you want to talk about. I think she was, um, well, it not what is one of the actual best blues singers. If she went blues, mm, she would no kidding. kill it wow. that way. Really, but she really is who she that. is. Oh, she's, she's yeah. think about her. I mean, her her voice. She did. Uh, Oh God, I'm sorry. Right now, my brain is still foggy. So you know, okay. um, the guy, the guy that, um, the church thing, uh, the church. She did a Grammy Awards uh, presentation with him, sang with him. Oh. Um, oh, uh, oh, I really hate that. I can't remember it, but it was like insane. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was insane, and it's bluesy. Um, the church thing. Oh God. Oh, I can't stand it. I'm going to Google it while we talk. But okay. it was That's incredible. The- it was incredible um, what she did. I grew up with her, and I never knew why I was so into certain musicians. Simply Red. Simply Red? Right? Oh, my God, his voice. <laughs> right? Right? Jeez. I didn't understand why I liked all these people. Well, because yeah. they are true R&B and true blues artists. Yeah. That was a real, you know, I mean, I, I never really, I didn't realize it like until I heard that Zeppelin was a blues band and Pink Floyd had things. Hosier. Hosier. Oh my God. Hosier. Hosier. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. That was when she said, take me to church. I put a spell on you. They did oh that. God. No kidding. I so didn't know, they I didn't, did that at yeah. Grammy Awards, uh, whatever year that was. But uh-huh. I went, uh-huh. I always knew that. And it was when I watched that, I went, that's why in the eighties, I, Liked her and Simply Red because wow. they were blues. They had that edge. They did. Yeah, Simply yeah. Red has that R and B. Like yeah. I, I don't think R and B is where it is. Like where it is now is not where where it came from. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's wrong what we're labeling. Here's the R and B label. I'm like, no, no. But we do have some up and coming R and B artists that are. Like from the old school days that are yeah. fresh and new, like Aloe, uh, they're, they're, they're so 
It's a weird time, but I like it. I like uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And I like when, like what you were talking about, you know, how original can you be? I think that if you have a destiny to write this song and you feel it and you're going to write it down and whatever, and it's like, oh crap, it sounds like this a little bit here or there. Who cares? Because right. at the end of the day, we still want to hear something we're familiar with and something new at the same time. And that's fusion <laughs> yeah. food. That's why we eat fusion, fusion food. food. Yeah. 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 So I've, I've, I I've also been, I was just going to say, I've also been exposed uh, uh, to a large, a great extent to very uh, seriously experimental music like John Cage, if I could say. Like, you know, do you, are you familiar with John Cage no. at all? No, okay. I'm going to have to so go look we're him talking- up now. We're talking about the kind of people that, you know, they would open the piano and they would put thumbtacks inside and rubber and, and, and they would make a, a creative piece and it would become something that it was a statement. And they, and, and to all intents and purposes, there are mm-hmm. a number of artists that went in that direction as sort of not just to be anti, but actually to explore. I mean, it, they call it modern music, but now it's, you know, 80 years old, 100 years old, but they, they, um, Henry Parch was another, uh, Harry Parch. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, but okay. A, let's uh, just look at Peter Gabriel doing video. Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Right. Clearly, I mean, clearly he influenced me, I think, you know, it's, it's without a doubt. Yeah. You do have a, you do, you do, you do. Yeah. I mean, sorry, some of the do. stylings. And, I'm not saying sorry. I mean, no, no. in a good way. It, it, no, but true. that's the thing. It's important. And, I think when when we look at all of this creative creativity in the world, yeah, somebody inspired you. It's not mm-hmm. an influence. Go for it. Who yeah. cares? Because it feels good to the listener to have a little grounding of knowing where you're going. Like when you're not- on a road trip, you feel good when you're leaving town. You know why? Because you know your <laughs> town. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's like, holy crap, we're off. You know? And then you feel like, oh, it's not so bad. Then, you know, you may have a yeah, break. Use <laughs> yeah. breakdown or whatever. But familiarity is a good thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and spontaneity at the same time. And it's this balance. That's what music is all about. And Seems having be, yeah. hold, holding all the, I, I just, I, I don't know how to be completely, I mean, I have to write things about parks, right? They have this mm-hmm. many trails. They have this, that. I can write about our experience. But the reality, how much is our experience different from somebody else? You go to Sequoia mm, National right. Park, you jaw drop because of these giant sequoia trees, right? Oh, mm, my God. Speaking of how much? I mean, how many ways can you say jaw drop? As a <laughs> food writer, too, how many times can you say delicious? Uh-huh. Yeah, and how right, many right. times you can come up with a new word that doesn't resonate with your audience? Yes, right, right. So what? What? What's the point? Like, so we're in this weird creative zone. Like, you can add a dash of new, a little bit of familiarity, but yeah, yeah, what comes yeah. out of you is actually just got to be what comes out of you. You know? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I love I mean, your I, music. I, I, I'm so excited. About knowing Thank music. Thank you. So that means a, Can, a Do you, world have, you have any idea, like, when you just find new music that you're just like, dude, this is so cool. I'm just going to keep listening to it. Like, I do. Well, that's, With all yeah, musicians that's, that come on our show, I end up, like, 
I listen to that. Nancy and I do. And then when we go on the road, we're pissed at the radio stations. We're like, put it on, <laughs> change it, change it to our people because it's good. Uh-huh. And we, well, we that's, just call that's you good. our I people. Think that's what it gives <laughs> exposure to music that, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I mean, as coming up in an era when, you know, there was the, the large, the big artists, the famous artists, and then we're all aspiring to be like them or emulate them or, or something, you know, but then there's, there was a period of, uh, there was a shift where like the people I was studying with about music business were going, well, 1000 true fans and, you know, um, think in this direction and you'll, you'll attain it more likely, you know, it's like, instead of expecting Columbia to sign you or it's do or die, or I don't know, there's so many approaches, but I I just feel like I'm mm-hmm. happy when people connect with it. And that's what I live and I live to. Oh, I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this with a transformational life coach the other day. Ah. And we talked about facing fears. So people follow their dreams because our mm-hmm. brains are so negatively negative. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. because of fight or flight syndrome and everything. Right, right, and we were talking about this and we were talking about, she says, we have to focus on joy. And I said, I agree, man. I do everything about it being happy, but not like to take people out or anything like that. It's about, mm-hmm. I want to be happy. I love every second of my job. So I can work pretty much 20 hours a day. That's cool. I'm tired, but I'm happy as punch, you know, yeah, yeah. until I have fevers and then I get weird. <laughs> so sorry you're on a show where I get weird, but it's actually no different. It's but adding to the creativity. You know? Yeah, just, you know, little fl- hot flashes, like really <laughs> weird. Maybe it is that. Maybe, God, is this all about life, midlife crisis? Maybe I'm going through that. Holy crap. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. but no, no, we talked about joy. Yes. And that is the key. Yeah. And songs can be sad. You have sad songs. Yes. You have good songs. You have every emotion in there. And I think we all need those in times of our lives. And we also want to feel because our life is so crazy. And mm, it's yeah. so important for music to bring us back to feeling and reconnecting and going for joy. I think mm. she's right. We should be aspiring to joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that. Yeah. I think you know? that too. I think that too. The it's hard when you're creative because you see so much shit out there. You're like, okay, how do you, how <laughs> yeah. to find joy out there? But it's true. You know, it's hard yeah. for everyone. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, we live, I, I mean, there's so many, there are viewpoints and I, I, I think we, we are manifestors, if you will. I mean, we're always bringing something about or something's coming to us and we're, we're doing what we do with it. You know, we're responding to it. You know, uh, I mean, it's just, I, I think it's just the way life is. Yeah. I don't want to leave without asking you about yeah. what you do for Tourette syndrome and going in and communicating with people on, on this, because I think it's mm. also still very, um, <clears throat> not talked about and Boston legal. It was. When the ah, TV yeah. They had the fellow that didn't take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hands. Right. 
Hands. I can't and remember. He brought, his, his name his his name was Hands in that because okay. he kept moving his hands, hands. which was part of it, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And so that was his nickname. And I saw that what you do on, on your site and everybody Stephen Joseph dot com d i Joseph dot com. So Stephen mm-hmm. with yeah. a ph. Um, so um, he's got a ph now. There you go. That's correct. Um, balance, we yeah. all do, right? Uh, but <laughs> anyway, but Tourette's, what you do on that? Can you talk a little bit about that before you go? Because I think that's really. I know we've I've kept you for a long time, but um, uh, well, I've enjoyed before every you second. Go, Appreciate it. Oh, um, I have uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Please do tell people what you do. Also, you know, for me, Tourette's. I mean, Tourette's and music showed up almost simultaneously, and I talk about that. Um, and I made a short film, which they can see on my website um, under the film. <laughs> um, it's basically uh, for 10 years, I didn't know what it was. It started around six and around 16. I heard the word Tourette's for the first time. By that time, I had in- integrated like the Tourette's and the music. And I thought it was all part of the same fabric, if you will. But it was, it, you know, it's challenging because it, the ticks. I'm going to put this to, I'm trying to give you a synopsis with the time mm-hmm. we have, but the, the, the synopsis of it is that I think living with it without knowing what it was gave me some sense of integration um, mm-hmm. because it wasn't labeled and it was, you know, it, it had challenging aspects of it. You know, I, I was, you know, I would curse or make noises or people, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, and then I go play the piano or, you know, it, it just seemed, but I, I think, I think more needs to be taught. My, my mission is to talk about neurodiversity and creativity and because they are, they're joined together. I've seen it when I made this film, I saw it. In Hollywood, I saw it all over the place and in all different, in all walks of life and all careers. Mm. Um, I think there's an element with these neurodiverse conditions that drives energy and creativity, which is really important to, to recognize besides the challenges. I'm so glad you say all that because it's International Creativity Month, everybody, by the way. Ah. We've been doing shows on the, I mean, everything we do is that anyway, but. I think there's nothing uh, you can do. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Zane calling for dinner. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, apparently. I think this is really important to talk about, you know, Stephen. um, Because maybe people in life, in business, and just communication with friends may not understand others. So... And, and I love that you talk about the creative brain. You know, yeah. we talk about this with it. You know, it's International Creativity Month. I say creative creativity cool. is every day, right? Wow. Um, but cool. to talk a, talk about this is so important because I think, like, I know my brain is not normal. Like, <laughs> right, right, I know right. that. Well, you know, Nancy will tell me, and my friends will, because I can. Like I say, Janis Joplet sings in a chord versus a single note. You know ah, what I mean? Interesting. <laughs> I always thought that, right? Her voice so, is like, oh my God. Yeah, but it's like a so chord. Amazing. 
Yeah, it's a chord. It is a chord. She might know what and you mean. And who does that? You can they hear can the harmonics see. in her voice. Yeah, she's got three things going on. <laughs> and my brain will work in, like, I'll talk to someone and say, like, podcasts, I'm behaved, right? I've got my thing. I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> but, like, if I talk to Nancy, in within not even 20 seconds, I would have said five things. Because my brain thinks in multiple facets in a very yeah. uh-huh. weird way that I don't, and it's not, oh, it's ADH, but I Maybe. get my stuff done. I'm, uh-huh. I'm a functioning citizen. I'm not weird. <laughs> However, I can deliver five things in one place at wow. one time, which is not necessarily good on regular communication. But my <laughs> friends know this. They're like, okay, she's onto this now and she's onto that. Because I'm like, boom, move on. So yeah. I don't know if it's terrific. I don't know what it is. And I don't, I really don't care. It, because it's just, I'm busy. My thing, my brain is always going in, in a weird platform. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm not, this is not about me. I'm, I think there's a lot of us who have brain things happening. But we're creative people. Yeah. 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 And I think we should start celebrating creative people a little bit more because we want to move out of what's going on with climate change and from, you know, fossil fuels to electric cars. Okay. Uh Guess what? You need creativity there. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever change happens in the world is fueled by creativity. Without a doubt. What do you think? Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, obviously, that's why I say, you know, obviously, you know, the obvious places are, are the arts, but it's way beyond the arts. I mean, but the, the arts have a way of opening people up to things that they might not be open to before, you know? That's why. Well, I, I don't know what it is, are... what's up with my brain. <laughs> and I do have a propensity to tell people where to go. So, you know, maybe that's <laughs> a little touch of happiness there, but it's okay. But it is, it is. Yeah. Um, so it's great. So Tourette's has that creative gene. That's the Without thing. Without a doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm certain of it. I mean, I, 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 um, I love that. And, and, you know, the, 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 each, and each particular condition has their challenges, you know, which is part of, um, figuring out how to work with it. You know, it's not easy. Sometimes it's just. Does it help you in a, in a way? Now I've forgotten a hundred percent the yes song that you did, right? Let's just—it doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, roundabout. Um, <laughs> thank you, roundabout. Because now I'm all like run around, roundabout, <laughs> run around, roundabout. Now, it. now it's all gone out of my head. I'm not stupid <laughs> about it. yes. I do know no. about yes. I do know their songs and I do know their music. But anyway, yes. when you perform and you did that recording, yeah, and you think about Tourette's. Is there a thing of being in a zone that's like to be able to do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there a zone factor for you to be able to be in that? I don't actually, it doesn't matter if you're the Tourette's or not. Like, how yeah. the hell do you do that and stay there and like deliver for that length of time of insane amount of music, right? This insane. Things that you yeah. just did. Yeah. So is there a zone? And did, does having Tourette's help you understand the zone? You know what I mean? 
yes, yes, I do. I do know what you mean. I, I, I don't, I, I would say that, um, I always, I, one of the metaphors I use is that Tourette's is like the, the, the river is flowing and the river never stops. It just gets diverted, you know, mm-hmm. and say the same thing with, I think, neuro firings and, you know, in, in a condition like Tourette's where there's, you know, extracurricular <laughs> motor functions or things are out of whack, you know? Um, so anything that I think that in that condition that one loves or focuses on helps them, mm. helps them emotionally, helps them uh, energetically. Um, it doesn't, I don't know that it, I can't say it's going to stop Tourette's because it hasn't, hasn't stopped it mm. in me. And it, sometimes when I'm playing, I'm ticking too. And so that became oh. for me, that became part of my, my style. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. It's, that's why I wrote a piece called Therese. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, There's but piece, yeah. I wow. said, you know, being interviewed, how does it affect your music and creativity on one of these uh, stations? And, and I was saying like, well, Here's a piece of music I wrote. <laughs> Eventually, that's what I came to. I said, I'm just going to demonstrate it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it, it, people really get it. You know, they, they love it. It seems, turns out to be something, it, you know, and it comes, it stems back from, uh, I mean, it's kind of funny, but you, you watch Charlie Chaplin and you watch these guys and you, then you hear stories about their life. And it's like, did they have something going on? You know, because they, even these cartoons from 1938 that have these ongoing, um, like one thing turns and turns and shifts into another and bumps into another thing that creates a new thing. And it's almost like it's part of life and like it's being exemplified in these conditions, you know? Hmm. I think, I think that people, when they think of Tourette's, they immediately think that it's like this free license to swear at people. That's (laughs) what I think. I know in South Park, Cartman thought he. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I honestly feel like we already have that in this country, but not really. Right. Um, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up in, in places where you weren't allowed and you'd go to jail, you know, right. um, as, as a visitor there or et cetera, you know, or even resident. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's not funny. Um, you think it's funny, but it's not. And it's hard. And, you know, we all think, Oh, free license, but it's not. To right. be in a professional world in music, does that give you a little bit of a breather from like if you know corporate well, America I, you is know, hard? I, I, I always, well, I guess you know, for me, I always, I kind of joke about it when I'm performing, like saying, you know, well, Tourette's is is famous for uh, being the cursing disorder, and I say, but I don't freaking do that anymore. You know, I just say stuff that. I, I use humor to drive things home. Yeah. In my, yeah. in my performances, like in between the pieces. And I think, I think it makes people more receptive to stuff that I play that's a little more out there. You know, like mm-hmm. where is, where did that come from? You know, <laughs> but it, it, there's a story behind it for so me. Yeah. So you, do you have to tell people like before you perform, like, Hey, this is what's up beforehand? Yeah. I, I, I generally, do like in, in like it's it's with the concert they already know because they they go to my website and it's there it says music film Tourette's mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it's like yeah I mean I, that's why I'm an I am I am I'm a I'm a um it's the word a living museum <laughs> an ad like I'm an advocate because I'm talking about it in public so 
even though I'm not talking about the science of it, I'm they so they know already, you know, uh, you know, now it took time for me to bring that forward. And it was oh, I bet. the great help of a, of, a, of a friend who's a really good marketer. He said, you know, this is like a, this is way back before people were all talking about it on YouTube. And he's like, this is like a, a superpower. It's like uh, uh, an advantage. And I want you to think of it mm-hmm. that way. I'm like, okay. And as, as I started to think of things that way, and I brought things forward in, in performances, it became clear that it was really important, you know, to other people. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but I almost forgot to bring it up on the show. That's why I was like, "Eh, before you go, we got to talk about this because I'm so into your album right now. So I was like, like in your album, you know, so I know it. I'm like, I almost forgot. And that, you know, I knew (laughs) that. When when we were working on the show, I was like, I knew I went, this is what I was like, Oh crap. You know, sorry, (laughs) flu brain, but, um, well, I, I, God, I, appreciate who it. I sound like I have Tourette's more than you do, <laughs> no, you no. know, on today's show. I mean, well, and I'm not, I'm just saying it's, um, it's very not talked about. Like, this is a topic that everybody has, like, you know, and I think it's almost Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood style. Like I said, yeah, oh, immediately yeah. hands from, you know, um, Boston legal, et cetera. And you were talking about, you know, the, the South Park. Right. So I don't think I really understood much of it until it was pop culture and in, uh-huh. our, yeah. in our Hollywood stuff. So I'm glad we're talking about it. And I'm, I'm really appreciative that you're willing to talk about it too. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, I sort of feel like it, it, you know, I was, I don't know if I want to use the word forced, but, um, it was so pronounced, you know, if I got on stage, people thought, well, what's, you know, I don't know. It was, I think it's the timing that it seemed, I, I guess I'm in the time and in a place where I, where talking about it is important and then people want to hear about it, you know, they don't want you to hide it, you know. Well, uh, maybe we're getting better, yeah. even though it seems really worse out in the world, right? <laughs> There, I, I was somebody. I was listening to someone's post that they talk about all the stuff that's going on. I'm going, you know, if you go back to the beginnings of humankind, you will find conflicts, and you will find domination, and you will find war, mm. and it, it, and you will find like think about the times of London in 1800s. Mm-hmm. You know the stuff that was going on. It's like mm-hmm. that stuff. It's not going on the same way. It's still going oh, yeah. on. I mean, it's like. You know, uh, there, there. Basically, there are improvements. You know, I, I think overall, you still have attitudes of domination and control and and power, and it's that's just. Well, we call that just basic <laughs> assholery. <laughs> assholery. <laughs> sorry, that's my my word of the day. But um, but honestly, yeah, you're yes, right. You know, right. Yes. I mean, I just did interviews last few days. I mean, of no wonder I'm sick. Um, of the great war of civilization of, wow. you know, here yeah. we go. And, and the Vietnam war, I've done like, I've just oh done one war after the other. And all of them are repetitive wars, no matter okay. how you, you mean for it. purpose. Yeah. Financial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. Yeah. There's, uh oh, like, don't, don't go me. Okay, don't, me started. Oh, don't start me. <laughs> don't yeah. Me started. Um, but yeah. we've, we, we are repeating history. 
However, in some ways, on shedding the light, like you're saying, we are talking about things in some ways that we've never talked about. We are doing, we are making progress. You know, the world, this whole idea that the world is not getting better is, is, I disagree. I think, yes, we're, we, we've screwed up a ton of stuff, but I also believe we're making some headway in certain ways. Now, I do not believe we should shut down what comedians say, because if we do that, you're never going to know the truth because comedians <laughs> will always tell you the truth and mm-hmm. they're funny and they get us through the darkest of times, just even laughing at our own bad crap. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to yeah. say that that's my own personal opinion and I'm allowed to say it yeah. and we're allowed to, and we need to use that yes. um, music, music, um, and you being on our show, being able to talk about Tourette syndrome, to talk about things that, you know, all of that mm-hmm. is just Absolutely. huge. We didn't have that ability, you know, so, so much so, yeah, years ago. And I yeah. appreciate that. So thank you so much. My Stephen, pleasure. this has been so much fun having you yeah, on the Lisa, show. Yeah, Lisa, I really appreciate it, you know. <laughs> and and thank you. Thank you for dealing with me with my little flu brain or whatever uh, it is. Um, hey, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, sometimes it does stimulate other parts of our brain hey, that are sleeping. <laughs> you know? I know. I think a flu brain is kind of cool. We're kind of. Flu brain. You know, that's the first time I've heard it put together that way. Yeah, That's it cool. feels good. It feels yeah. good. But everyone, StephenDeJoseph.com. Stephen with a PH. Uh, Stephen and then DIJoseph.com. And also go to DecoEntertainment.com. That's Deco is D-E-K-O. And, of course, keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Stephen, thank you so much. My pleasure, Lisa. Thank you. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.